This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Welcome back to Simplify, as in Simplify Your Business. David Wolf with Melanie Rembrandt. Melanie, welcome back. Hi, David. How are you today? Doing well. Everything's good. Glad you could be with us and glad everyone could be with us to help get it right on the simplification world. Great. Well, hopefully people will get a lot of good Simple tips they can use right away without being overwhelmed. And without being distracted. Oh, which reminds me, by the way, this podcast, we're going to cover some tips about, you know, that thing where you just kind of go off the rails and you feel like you're distracted from, you know, maybe you work at home and may, or maybe you work at work, but there's just your, your mind, flight of mind, some call it, right, Melanie? Right. Exactly. Right. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah, right. Where are you? Oh, excuse me. The dog's barking and there's yeah. somebody, the FedEx guy's at the door. Sorry. Uh, no, but I mean, this is a... Look, I, I work on this a lot. I'm a meditator, and I, I, um, I've become really, really conscious of, or uh, I think I've become much more conscious of my capacity to be distracted. And, it, you know, it's in and out depending on the caffeine that offsets my meditation every morning. But uh, I don't know. How about for you, Melanie? Have you gotten better at this over the years? Yes, I, I have to because I have so many things going on at once. I have to stay focused. Otherwise, yeah. it, nothing gets done the right way. Yeah. You know, you want to do 100% of each activity you're doing, but if you're distracted and really multitasking, it, it's impossible. Well, yeah, and I think, I don't know, we have a few tips here for you folks, so we'll dive right into them. But I think multitasking is a part of the equation here. You know, let's talk about that if we have time. All right, anyway, so set a time and review emails and texts every day. You don't have to stop what you're doing to check and provide a response right away. And by the way, folks, just before we started rolling on this podcast, I did exactly this thing that Melanie's telling us we shouldn't do, which is uh, a, a text came in literally while we were recording. And I was like, I, I went crazy and I couldn't think. So Melanie, I'll toss it to you on this one. You're, you're my, uh, you know, the, the, it, it happens to all of us. You're but the, I, the Jiminy Cricket of distraction. You are really known for your focus. So go ahead, please. <laughs> well, you know, basically, you need to set a time to do what you need to do. You can't have emails and texts coming in. So just if you're going to focus on a project, just don't answer any emails or texts during that time. I mean, the world is not going to end within the hour or whatever time you set aside. I know I have a lot of friends who just check their emails at one time a day I couldn't possibly do that but wow yeah I, I don't know I, I don't do think it. I could take it to that level of, of discipline or extreme or whatever you want to call it because you know there's someone who wrote a book um, I can't remember the name of the book but she called the, the mobile devices our ray of hope 
Okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she was talking about how the mobile devices have changed the way we think and our behavior in business and just in life, too. It wasn't just a business book. Um, I think the book is called Alone Together. And forgive me, I don't have the... Uh, the author in front of me, but it talks about this idea that, that it actually has trained us to, to, um, to, uh, hope, you know, we, we were, the reason we, we want to check our emails is because we, Oh, we're wanted, we're loved, we're needed. We've got a new job, a new gig coming. Uh, the, the pipeline just got bigger. The funnel got fuller, you know, whatever that is. Right. Correct. And, and uh, obviously so it's, it's so addictive, you know, yeah. having your, your phone right there and responding. But if right. you really want to get something done and not be distracted, you right. really need to put your phone aside and also, you know, not respond to emails and texts and all that in order to get done what you need to get done. Is some of this generational too? Sorry, I had to go. Oh, there. yes. I can. Yeah. I mean, it just depends how you grew up and you know, also how you've learned in the past to focus and get things done. But, you know, really, you're not going to do something the best you possibly can unless you're focusing on it. If you're doing several different things, your focus is split between all of those things. So, yeah, and you know, I just think it's a good idea to set a time to focus on the activity you're doing and then, you know, answer your emails and texts. And it's been said that multitasking, even though it seems like you're busier and more productive, is actually counterproductive in most cases. Exactly. I have, I have read that as well. I don't know where the, I can't credit the source uh, other than somewhere in my, my memory somewhere. So there well, it I think is. There's a lot of sources, so you're okay yeah. there. All right, good. <laughs> no attribution. So number two, figure out where you work best and work in that environment. Seems fairly straightforward. Right. I mean, I know a lot of people who love to work in a noisy coffee shop. Yeah, right. Parallel, and, yeah, like parallel play. You know, they just right. like the noise. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I like it quiet. So, you know, make sure you're in the environment where you can get things done. It seems pretty simple and obvious, but right, a right. lot of people don't think about that. Right. Just make sure you're where you function at your highest and best at all times. So that's number two. And, and of course, you know, a lot of this, when we talk about the world of distraction and all three of these tips for this show have to do with time management in a way, don't they? Oh, yes. And, and that can be very difficult for some people. I mean, and it's important to think about when you work best. You know, you're either a morning person or you work well late at night. You have to take those factors into consideration to get the most work done in the best way possible. Mm. And let others know when you are working. So this is part of this time thing. Place a note on your home office door. Let family members know when they can and can't disturb you. And, and it's, a lot of this is about setting boundaries and guidelines, right? Right. I mean, let's say you work at home and you don't want a, a, one of your children knocking on your door when you're in the middle of a webinar, uh, you know, and they might not know. Uh, so you need to let the people around you, if you work in an office, you need to put a little note on your door. If you're recording or doing an interview, what have you, yeah. you know, let others know what kind of environment you need and when they need to leave you alone so you can get things done. Right. So like many things, I mean, particularly if you work at home or even just in an environment where the, there's a communal environment where you've got multiple people around you, even if it's like open cubicles or whatever, you've got to communicate clearly and gently and respectfully what your needs are, you know, and make them clear. And uh, you can do it professionally and you can do it, you know, without pissing anybody off. I think that's, it's very possible. Some of us are afraid to set those kinds of limits. Exactly. I mean, uh, it can be intimidating if you maybe feel uncomfortable with some of your coworkers and that, but I mean, it has to be done. Otherwise you're going to be distracted. Mm. Let's do a quick recap for this episode of Simplify. Yes. Uh, so to avoid distraction, set a time when you're really going to look at your emails and texts 
what have you, and really focus on the project you're doing and then get to your emails later. Mm-hmm. You also want to figure out where you work best and when and make sure you have the best environment possible to get the work done. And three, let others know when you're working and when you need quiet time or whatever issues you need to have to make your work become a reality and your, you know, to get things finished. All to make your business more productive, your life more satisfying, and to simplify. Thanks for listening to Simplify Your Business. Melanie Rembrandt, I'm David Wolf. Melanie can be reached at rembrandtwrites.com. I'm at podcastandradio.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.